You're listening to MeSearch, a podcast featuring Filipino perspectives. In this show, we talk to trailblazers, business leaders, and bosses in the community to find out more about what they do. Join us as we learn and get to the bottom of things. Stay tuned. Hey, Dustin. Hey, Crystal. Hey, everybody. Oh, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping you on your toes. Let's get to it. Yes. Let's start with this question. Sure. Boo, have you ever had a career coach? I have never had a career coach. Mm -hmm. Um, The closest thing that I've had to a career coach was maybe having mentors Mm -hmm. in my field, which was so, so helpful because as a person of color in a professional space, you have to work that much harder to kind of navigate and figure out what is appropriate, what's not appropriate. There's just a lot of disadvantages that come with being a minority Mm. in workplace settings, Um, whether that's being a person of color or uh, being in any other marginalized community. I always found it helpful because they're like a few steps ahead of you. They can give you the rundown of what to expect, what to do. But I've never had a professional career coach. What about you? Same. Um, you know, I've, I've had like sessions at the career center, you know, mm. both in undergrad and grad school. And I actually worked at the career center, um, right after grad school. Shout out to Zarina Martinez. Shout out. Shout out because she is the best. Um, she's still there. So if any Cal Arshans are listening, go talk to Zarina Martinez because she is the freaking bomb.com. Um, but yeah, other than that, same, like no real like career coaching, um, or like hard career advice. Um, and I've had mentors, no real career coaching. Um, and yeah, but you know, now I think something for everyone to consider. Yeah. Every, yeah. And and maybe you will consider it even more after this interview that we're about to conduct. So (laughs) (laughs) today we have Ariana Lila De La Rosa, who is the mind behind Ariana Lila Coaching, a career coaching uh, business from our friend Ariana (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, this is season two. It's season two and we winging it. We're winging it and we're we're doing it. it. Yeah. So yeah, she's amazing. Check it out. Check it out right now. Keep playing this podcast if you want that (laughs) career coaching wisdom for real there are going to be some nuggets of wisdom nuggets of wisdom Welcome to the show, Ariana De La Rosa of Ariana Lila Coaching. Woo-hoo! Thank you so much for joining us today at Me Search. Yeah, thank you so much, Dustin and Crystal, for having me here. I'm super excited. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you do um, as a career coach and a little bit about how you got there. 
So as a career coach, my personal mission is to empower entry to mid-level professionals who specifically identify as first or second generation or a person of color. Um, I love helping individuals navigate the job search and find careers that honor their talents and their identities. I actually started my career in recruiting and human resources, and that's how I gained a lot of institutional knowledge about how the quote-unquote system works in terms of the job search. So I became a career coach because I saw the need to help more folks who look like me or come from marginalized backgrounds to learn the system and feel empowered to take charge of their journey towards a career and lifestyle that serves them. Um, I've seen so many times folks from our community pick jobs and pick lifestyles that don't serve them, but instead serve other people like their families or societies. Um, and I think it's time to reclaim like who we really are and our values and pick a career and lifestyle that works best for us. Um, additionally, I became a career coach because at one point in my life, I was looking for a career coach myself and I couldn't help but only see a particular type of person as a career coach. Mm. You know, mm. if you, you know what I'm saying? Um, when you search career coach yeah. on LinkedIn, you're going to see it's a majority of a specific identity and identities that don't necessarily look like me or resonate with me. And it honestly makes such a difference to have a coach, a teacher, an advocate that looks like you and really understand you. So that's how I started and created Ariana Lila Coaching. That's amazing. Quick question before we like delve deep into the impact of what you do and the services that you provide on communities of color. You mentioned LinkedIn and I know from having um, a connection with you on LinkedIn that you have such a huge presence on that particular platform. Can you speak a little bit about how you've leveraged LinkedIn to make connections with other people that look like you who might need coaching from people that look like them? Yeah. Thanks for that question. Mm -hmm. So obviously we all know LinkedIn. We either love it or hate it. I know most people, the latter. Um, and I was definitely one of those people that were part of the latter. And if anything, LinkedIn was a place that made me feel so small and so isolated, just seeing, well, one, a lot of people, who don't look like me, mainly like white, heterosexual male, um, be thought leaders in the space and tell us how we should navigate our careers and what we should do. And I can't help but like look at their advice and wonder if they ever consider the identities or the upbringings of communities of color. Like, for example, I know for a lot of us, we know networking is something that we should do. But just because we know it's something we should do, it doesn't mean we know how to do it. Uh -huh. um, a lot of times, like, we weren't taught, like, the rules of networking. And I also know, like, maybe we might come from more, like, reserved and shy backgrounds. So networking is something that we're even scared to dive into. And I also know, like, it's... Um, common in our culture to be kind of humble with our experiences. So I know it's hard to talk about our experiences on a platform like LinkedIn. So 
again, um, I am a barrier breaker. So mm. I saw an opportunity for me to start posting on LinkedIn because since I didn't see anyone that I can really connect with, I thought that I could be that person that can start creating that content and hopefully people who look like me, people who resonate with me and are navigating their jobs and careers can find my content. And even just seeing like my face talking about like scary things like resume writing and networking and interviewing can alleviate the process so much and remind them that we are all in this together. And there are people out there that do look like you that do want to help you. So I started posting content on LinkedIn a little over a year ago. Um, I started posting more consistently, specifically about like career and job advice and tips. And I've made a lot of really great connections and friends in that space, specifically from people who do look like us. And I'm excited to say that um, I was in the list of like top job search experts to follow on LinkedIn for this year. Go which get it. is yeah, thank you. Um, it's so wild to me because that was never my goal. My goal was never to be popular or my goal was never to make it into some list. My goal was really to just connect with someone who feels alone and who come from a marginalized background. So I feel very, very honored to be known in the LinkedIn space and to have the community that I have now. Wow. Oh my God. I'm shook. <laughs> oh, that's amazing, Me Ariana. Too. Um, you know, the the piece about networking really resonates with me because good lord, am I crappy and so afraid of networking. And you know, I have anxiety and I have social anxiety, but like I didn't really think about how or as much about how like being Filipino can affect us and how we network, right? I always thought it was just like, oh, I'm just like shy and like awkward and meh, meh, meh. But yeah, like mm-hmm. definitely like our upbringing, um, being humble and like not talking too much or too loud and like all these different things that like we've been taught on how to present ourselves is so, counterintuitive when we're trying to network and like tell people that we're the freaking shit so like Mm -hmm. (laughs) for someone who's battling you know any kind of anxieties and even just like the base level of just like our upbringing um and i'm sure we'll get into this a little bit later as well but specifically for networking if you don't mind sharing uh, maybe Mm -hmm. one thing that like our listeners can hold on to if they are deathly afraid of getting into that room and mingling Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes i love this question and I also have a lot of anxiety connecting with someone new. So this was a muscle I had to eventually build. And now it's something that I love talking about with people because I know that it's really hard. My main advice is to start with who you already know. Um, I think something that we take for granted is our own community cultural wealth. Like we know a lot of people just in our own Filipino community 
And I bet you, you probably have like a cousin or a friend or a friend of a friend who is in an industry or who works at a company that you're interested in. So I would start there. I would start with your with your network, whether it's like a first degree network or a second degree network, mm-hmm. because it's so much more easier to connect from there than to connect with someone new. And then if you are going to connect with someone new, you can totally connect with someone that's Filipino. I do that all the time. Like whenever I want to network in different spaces, whether it's like the tech space or the education space, like I'm always uh, looking for whoever is Filipino or whoever looks Filipino or whoever looks brown. (laughs) And I'm like, I want to talk to that person because I... I guarantee that that person knows where I'm coming from or at least has some kind of idea. And our common background and cultures is something that we can connect on first. So overall, if you're very scared to network, which is very valid, again, it comes from our culture and it comes from not even really knowing how to network. Start with who you know first. Um, Look at your first degree connections, your second degree connections. And if you do want to connect with someone soon, or sorry, if you want to connect with someone new, um, connect with someone that looks like you. It'll make it'll make you feel so much better. I feel so seen right now. (laughs) I really feel so seen. Thank you for, you know, sharing that and and bringing that up because, oh, boy, (laughs) it's just it's 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 brought on so much um, like pain, anxiety, fear of, you know, getting out there and like talking to people and like, yeah, like talking to folks that look like us is such a great, um, a great tip and practice, you know, like, Mm -hmm. ah, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, of course. And also I think it's about quality over quantity. Mm -hmm. So if you're at a networking event and if you only see like one or two people, that you feel like would resonate with you, I would rather have you build very deep rooted connections with them than trying to network and talk to everyone because you're going to be spreading yourself out too thin and you're probably not going to be your most authentic self. Yeah. So save your energy for people who will really see you for you. I love that. Ooh, yeah, I love save that. Save your energy for people who will Seriously. see you for you. You know, it's always like how, like, what mask do I need to put on if I need to go network? That's what that's what comes in my head. Like, because usually I'm like, this is me, right? And then I have to. Well, you can't see me, everyone, but I'm waving and <laughs> I'm waving my arms around like, a, like a. You're doing a great yeah. job. You're doing a great so job like, <laughs> I. It's like now I have to be like, hello. I'm like, is that me? I don't know. But no. No. go to the people you can wave your arms with. Yes. Yes. That's that's, that's why peeps. Crystal and I hang yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, there is like really this misconception of like. You know, you have to put this show on when you go talk to people. And it's like, y'all, I'm so tired of doing that all the time in any kind of space. And like this space is not um, it's not counted out. Like this is a space that you should also feel like your authentic self. So I really appreciate Mm -hmm. 
I really appreciate this right now. I really do. Oh, so oh is this a free coaching session, Ariana? <laughs> I mean, might as well. Might as well. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm extracting too much info. <laughs> Go no, that's amazing. You're, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> So as a career coach, you stress the importance of values-based decision-making. What is that and why is that important to Filipinos on their career journey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you for asking this. So values are so, so important. Um, I know it's a word that's like thrown everywhere, mm-hmm. but you can kind of think of it as guiding principles that help lead the life that you want and that you deserve. Um, when you listen to your values, you are honoring your identity and your 100% authenticity. So for example, I've, I've done a lot of like self-reflection and discovery and it's taken a while for me to really figure out what my core values are. But for me, my core values are community innovation, empowerment, and knowledge. So everything that I do in life, whether it's my career, my interests, my activities, are based on these values. For example, my coaching, um, Ariana Lila Coaching, is a product of all four of my values coming together. And then I'm in this podcast with y'all because I value community and I value sharing knowledge and empowering people who resonate with our stories. So those are just examples of how values help me decide like what is worth my energy and what brings me joy and what will allow me to grow in the most authentic way possible. So I feel like as Filipinos, we grow up listening to values instilled by our culture and our family, which is a very, very beautiful thing. For example, I'm pretty sure my value in community comes from being Filipino. But oftentimes, I feel like we are indebted to our families to a point where we don't even know what we want. Mm. And sometimes we make decisions based on other people and not ourselves. And in addition to our family, there's also like the societal pressure of growing up and trying to strive for that quote-unquote American dream, which is, you know, what is the American dream anyway? Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, there's also the pressure of the American dream that pushes us to value things like getting money and having the best job and having the best education. Um, So it's really hard to hone in on what we really want to do when we have family, our culture, our community, and societal pressures that dictate what we should value instead of us really looking deep within ourselves and wondering, what do we really value? So with my coaching, um, I love helping clients reclaim their identity and reclaim who they are, what they want, and what their values are. Because when you know what your values are, it will help you figure out what kind of career you want and what your life goals are. For example, like because I value community innovation, empowerment, and knowledge, I wanted to create a platform like my coaching that will allow for those values to thrive. And I say yes to projects that embody all of those values. And if there's a company or if there's a job that I feel like violates any of my values, that's just an automatic no for me. 
Because like I said in the beginning, your energy is so important. So only say yes to things that serve you. And that is why values are so, so, so important. (laughs) I'm hella empowered right now. Let me take on the yes, role. Let's go. Like, can, <laughs> let's go. Can we just, I just, I wish I could just like have you in my ear at all times at this point. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, these are amazing nuggets of, of information. Yeah. Oh, I'm Qu- so quick glad. Quick question. Yeah. Um, so for, for me, values has been like a very abstract concept. Mm. Like, growing into my professional self, like, identifying my values has been kind of challenging um, in the past. Right now, in this moment, those things are very clear. But for perhaps the young professional, what do you feel like are some ways for a young person to recognize their values? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. Um Well, first, I want to say that figuring out your values is always going to be an ongoing journey. Um, And even for me, like I love my four values right now, but I'm very open to change because Mm. your values come from your community. It comes from how you engage with the world. It comes from what you're learning. So as you're changing and growing as a person, I think in general, um, your values can change too. And that's perfectly fine. So just want to put that out there. But again, I really do love my values now. And I think a good way to reflect on your values is to think about like common patterns and important life points that are really salient to you and have shaped you for who you are. So for example, for me, I actually used to be an aspiring musician and entertainer. Um, I, I always wondered like why I wanted to be in the music industry because it wasn't really for fame, but I just love singing. I love singing. I love how it makes me feel and I love how it makes others feel. And when I reflect back on my days as a singer, I realize that I value empowerment. So... Right now, even though I'm not a singer, um, except in the shower, um, but also who knows, maybe I'll be a singer in the future. I don't know. (laughs) But even though I'm not a singer right now and I'm a career coach, I still find a lot of joy in what I do because being a career coach still respects my value of empowerment. So another thing I want to share is like your value can look like a lot of different things. Like empowerment doesn't have to look like one thing. Knowledge doesn't have to look like one thing. So for me, empowerment means singing. It means volunteering. It means coaching. It means working with other people. So again, if you are trying to figure out what your values are, just reflect on like common patterns and life points that really shaped you to who you are and ask yourself, why did those experiences shape me to who I am today? And I guarantee you those experiences and those patterns are tied to what you value. Amazing. Everything that we have lives in us and it's there for us to, to guide us. We don't need people to tell us what to do or who we should be. It's all, it's all there. 
And mm-hmm. I, I, ain't that I, the truth? Ain't yeah, that the truth? and I love that you are letting folks feel empowered by that. That's awesome. Um, all right, y'all, we're gonna take a quick break, but we'll be back with Ariana. Yay! Yay! We're back. Woo-hoo! We are back with Ariana of Ariana Lala Coaching. Um, so question for you, Ariana, what are a few tips or actions that you would like our audience to take um, with regards to identifying your values and using that to build your career? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know I touched upon how you can figure out what your values are, which again, a lot, a lot of reflection and it's totally okay if it changes as you continue to experience the world and figure out what you enjoy and what brings you joy. Um, And again, when you find these common patterns and life points that shape you to who you are, connect those together and you will find your value from that. My second tip then would be, uh, when in doubt about any situation, take a pause and ask yourself, is this serving me and honoring my values? So again, I'll just repeat this. When in doubt about a situation, take a pause and ask yourself, is this serving me and honoring my values? I, I love giving examples and I feel like that's just what I've been giving throughout this whole podcast. That's excellent. So I'm going to share another example. But there was this, um, there was this one point last year where I was actually offered a career coach position. Like I was offered to work as a career coach at an actual company. And at that point, I was trying to figure out, should I say yes to being a career coach full time at a company? Or should I say yes to being my own career coach, building my own business even though I know that it'll be hard and it'll be messy, but I know that it will be out of a labor of love and joy. And I think from what you're telling, um, just based on how I'm talking about this experience and also my values, I chose the latter. Um, and I know some people might be like, why did you do that? Like, I feel like the first option might give you more financial stability and more growth at a company. But again, like the, the option to build my own thing, build my own coaching service embodies all four of my values. And even though I know it's going to be hard, like I feel like this is just more aligned with me and serves, serves me and what I need at, at this moment. Um, yeah. And actually, I'd love to ask, um, you, Dustin and Crystal, like, what are your values? <laughs> Ooh. You want to go first, Oh, my gosh. Hold up. Uh, Maybe like three. Okay. Community. I feel like my, 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 um, values are just like yours. So I'm not copying you, but this is also mine. (laughs) Yes. Community. That's totally fine. Okay. Community. Well, now I can network with you. Yes. Um, and because we look like each other. Um, yes. But yeah, empowerment, uh, community, and 
being true to yourself. Authenticity. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Okay. Mine are, and I don't want, I don't mean to copy, but it's very like similar. Yeah. This is, this um, is why we're in an episode together, y'all. Yeah. Like, absolutely. The values align. <laughs> so for me, I think the top one is empowerment. Cause I just like, I, I thrive and like, it gives me energy to hear stories of people like crushing it. And I also love, I also love to, to hype people. Mm-hmm. And to, like, let them know, like, yes, you can do it. I can do it. I love, like, I, I'm finding the self-confidence in me of, like, yes, I'm capable. Yes, I can do it. Yes, I'm awesome. When um, growing up as Filipinos, as Filipin- as people of color, we're told otherwise. Like, I've reached this point. Um, I've reached this point in my life where I've given that up and realized that I'm actually quite awesome. And other people around me are also awesome. Mm. Yes. So Speak on it. That's one. Number two is humor. Like, I feel that it is really important to not take life so seriously. To experience the joys in life. And to find happiness where you can because life is incredibly short. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I also value relationships because, like, life is nothing without the people around you. Communities are nothing without the people around you. So that's what I value. Amen. Those are those are some of my top yeah. three. And I like what you said before, Ariana. Those things change. I'm sure that'll change in the future. But um, yeah, I'm 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 really dedicated to those things right now. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. I also love the humor um, because you're right. Like. Life is so short. Find things that bring you joy. If anyone's listening and they're like stressed about finding their dream career, um, there is no dream career. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Bush. I'm totally kidding. kidding. I like to think that actually there's um, like instead of a dream career, there's like a dream lifestyle, and you Mm. need to find a career that honors that lifestyle because I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to like not put an emphasis so much on the career. Like your career is important, but your life is just so much more important than anything. So again, like things aren't really that serious unless someone is dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So yeah. So find the joy in life. And um, it's for me, it's like dream lifestyle over dream, dream career any day, every day, even though I coach on careers. Um, but yeah, thanks for sharing. And I think my last tip would be, um, if you feel lost about your careers or just lost in general, like, please don't be afraid to ask for help. I know it's so hard for folks in our community to ask for help because we feel like we're not deserving of it. Um, but tell your little inner critic inside your head Um, whatever that looks like, whether it's like your parents or your tita, (laughs) tell them to be quiet because you are deserving of the world. And that means you are deserving of getting help. So if you ever need help in like life or career stuff, um, look for a coach. I could be one of them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and we're just a really good resource to help you brainstorm and be a soundboard for what kind of life you want to create and again i'd love to be that resource for y'all 
Love it. Love it. All right. So we're coming to a close. Where can people go to learn more about you and your work, Ariana? Yes, yes. So I am very low maintenance. I really only have like one platform that talks about my coaching and it is, you guessed right, it is on LinkedIn. So you can just search my name, Ariana Lila De La Rosa on LinkedIn. I'm probably going to be, you know, that one Panay career coach you'll see on your feed. So you won't miss me. <laughs> um, but if you follow me on LinkedIn, um, I'd love to connect with you. You'll read more about my work and the services that I have in that platform. And if you connect with me on LinkedIn, I also share weekly content on career and life related tips and topics. So you can kind of get coaching from me just through my content. Um, you can also schedule a free exploration call with me through my Calendly link, which I believe you will find in the show notes. Um, but you can, I'm happy yes. to have an exploration call with you. It, it, I offer free calls for folks who want to connect with me for the first time. And you can kind of think of it as like a mini coaching session um, to really figure out like what are your barriers and how we can work towards living a life and finding a career that fulfills you and your authentic self. We just love what I'm you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's oh, why we have you on this podcast. We're just, we're just so taken aback. It's like, you know, I I never thought about how important it is. Just like, you know, talking to a therapist who's also Filipino, that was a game changer, right? I was like, oh my gosh, you understand. But like also career coaching, like having someone who looks like you help you navigate you know your your uh professional life is something that like i never really thought about and like that is so important it's so important and so helpful and we're we're so happy that you're here to you know be with our community and uplift them and get them to where they should be just being them and having that lifestyle that they they desire and deserve so yes, yeah. yes. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Dustin and Crystal, for having me here with y'all. Um, feel very blessed. Feel so much joy, and yeah, I'm excited to connect with everyone else. All right. Well, Yay. Ariana, thank you so much for joining us. It was such a pleasure to talk to you, y'all. This was Ariana Della Rosa. Ariana Delarosa, everyone. Ariana freaking Delarosa, y'all. Like, I just, I just, I, I mean it when I said, I wish I can just have you in my ear all the time because I feel like I feel so seen talking to her. Oh, uh, yeah. She really is amazing. What a wonderful person to have out in the field helping other people. Mm-hmm. Like, that is invaluable. That's an invaluable relationship. And she's yeah. so willing to help other people, particularly in the Filipino community, to make it out there because it's tough. It's, it's tough. tough. <laughs> so, yeah. Crystal, um, give me give me a takeaway from this interview. 
Like, I love the fact that she said, talk to people who look like you. And as far as networking goes, again, like, I just, and, and also career coaching, um, I never thought about talking to a Filipino person about career advice and what kind of trajectory I should take with my professional life. I mean, the, the, again, the last thing that I thought about, like, when it comes to talking to people who look like you was finding a Filipino therapist that, that was a freaking game changer for me. So to transfer or to have that translate over to my professional life, talking to people who look like me as far as career coaching goes and, um, networking goes, that blew my mind. Cause I don't know why I didn't think of that, but, I also do know I thought of that because mm-hmm. or felt that way. And it's because we've been conditioned um, as Filipinos because of colonized mindset and mm-hmm. whatnot. And um, yeah, we we always defer to the majority. We always look to white people for so many things. Right. So like mm-hmm. we we use them as an example of what our life should look like, how we should sound, how we should dress, what, mm-hmm. you know, everything, right? But we never just look at ourselves and mm-hmm. like what our our needs in our specific community, what does that look like? What do our desires and wants look like as a Filipino without being influenced by, by you know, the quote-unquote American dream that is really an honesty for white people. It was, I mean, I think the idea of the American dream is structured for the white person, specifically, Mm -hmm. of course, straight white men, but white cisgendered uh, men. But um, I think it's time to reclaim our our, uh, culture, like she said, and reclaim ourselves and be our authentic selves and be who we are and see what that means when it it's time to make decisions in our professional life and for ourselves and for our, our and like she said, our lifestyle, mm-hmm. because it's more than just like what you're doing as your job. This is your entire life. And, be, and if we are working for most of our lives, we got to love what we're doing. You know, and we got to be true to ourselves because that's a huge ass chunk of time in our lifetime to be to be working. So why not have it be something that is true to you, that aligns with your values, you know? And um, yeah, I, I thought that was such a a great piece of advice and like talking to someone who looks like you and understands what it means to be Filipino and figuring out what you want to do like that is. That is gold right there. And that's just, again, something I just never thought about and super important. One thing that you said that stuck out to me just now is like the workplace or things to aspire to when it comes to careers and profession is very much based around what are the white people doing? Mm -hmm. Because that's the measure of success. And something that I have been talking about a lot lately with friends and family and sometimes on social media is this idea of professionalism and how that's just like ridiculous Mm, Um, in uh the sense that the conceptualization of of professionalism the idea behind what it means to be professional is is a measure 
that aligns with whiteness and proximity to whiteness. Yeah. And the dominant culture. And it's so hard for people who are in the minority group who don't identify with characteristics that are typically associated with white, cis, heterosexual men, masculine men. Uh It's so hard for those people to just come to work. Yeah. Exist and be successful at work. And that's why I think what you said and what Ariana said of like, talking to people who look like you can be so valuable. It is Because you can like, take that mask off. Yes, it's so exhausting to wear a fucking mask all the time, let me tell you. And you know what also, what else I also thought of? Just in like acting, right? Mm -hmm. So all of these methods and all of these, um, and I think, you know, maybe this is what Francesca was talking about. That season one. Season one, holla. Season one. Um, I had a lot of challenges as an actor and I still do with like, how do I take on this character, right? And, like, of course, it's, like, empathy and, like, trying to, like, get into people's shoes, which I I feel like I can do, right? But mm-hmm. at the same time, because I have to use, use my physical whole being to be another person, I have to break down so many fucking barriers to even perform authentically, like barriers that have been caused by um, the way that we were brought up as Filipinos that are not identifiable to a lot of white instructors who have told me how to act and didn't understand like why I couldn't get certain things at some points. It's mm. because I'm fucking Filipino, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it's because I'm Filipino and I had to I had to be a certain way. Yeah. You know, and like your experiences I under- are not their experiences. Yes. And it's it's like an extra layer that I kind of have to like get past to like find that performance that I need for the character I'm trying to portray. And yeah. it's 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 at times debilitating as like an artist because it's like, how come I can't do this? I don't understand why I can't do this right now or why I can't get it fast enough. And it's because like it's it's all clicking. It's all happening right now, y'all. It's all happening in my head. <laughs> um, but it's like I understand why I have issues with like how I move my body and like how I say things and how I demand things. And that's because I was afraid to demand things. And I was taught to not demand things for mm-hmm. myself. And so many characters, like all of acting is like, what does this person need? Not even want. It's like, what do they need? You know? Mm-hmm. And so now it's like, oh, damn. I needed to, I need to talk to a Filipino actor who can coach me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, okay, who wants to coach me? Filipino actors who've been in the game for a good minute. Like, let's, let's talk because you look like me. And now I'm less afraid because you look like me. Huh? Yeah. Let's okay. find, let's find some, let's find some brown <laughs> folks to be on the podcast, guys. Let's, yes. Let's do that. What about you, boo? Um, I mean, all of what you said, uh, definitely. I think, I mean, of course, values, finding your values is, is really important. Mm. That was, that's, that's a huge part of the conversations that Ariana has with, the people she coaches, it's like, what do you value? What do you care yeah. about? But also on the same side, what I think of when I'm in the workplace and identifying your values and um, similar to like finding people who look 
look like you is like finding people who share the same values. And I like that Ariana put it in these words. She said something to the effect of, you need to save your energy for the people who will see you as you. And Mm -hmm. I take that to mean like, let people into your world if they will allow you to be authentic and if they align with your values. That's what I take that to mean. Um, And I think that's so important, especially in the workplace, because like you said, we are working for the majority of our lives and we need to make sure that 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 time spent in our lives is enjoyable, Mm -hmm. fruitful, and it serves us. Yeah. Why waste time? Why yeah. waste it? it? Every fuck. This sounds hella cheesy. Life is like, precious, bro. Life, life is, is fucking precious. precious. <laughs> Every second matters. You know, like love. Yeah. Love what you do. Love who you're around. Y'all, we don't have time to be impressing people who don't even want to try to get us. Mm-hmm. Do we have time for that? I don't think so. I don't so. have time. Oh, we ain't got we, time. We barely got time to do this podcast. <laughs> we barely have time to work out. Okay? We just want to get in a good workout, okay? But we were so tired. <laughs> oh, you know, man. but we're here. But we're here. We're, we're showing here. up. We're here. We're showing up. Dustin's looking fly. You know? Oh, okay. Hey. I've been working out. I've been He's working, been out, working out. He's been <laughs> eating so healthy. I had I've a bowl of vegetables. He sure did. He told us he had a bowl of vegetables today. And that was, y'all, the yummiest thing he had today. The yeah. yummiest. Not just something yeah. he had today, but the yummiest. Uh, yeah, y'all, vegetables are underrated. <laughs> For real. <laughs> They are. They really are. Like, just oh. you just need to give them a chance. Give, give vegetables them a, chance. a chance. You know, like, <laughs> let them into your life. <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> yeah. Let them, you know, because they just want to give you good energy. And if you're looking for some good energy, like, here it is. Yeah, you vegetables. know what I mean? Like, actually, literally, good energy. <laughs> <laughs> literally, and they serve you. Yeah. Yeah, and they serve you. So, like, eat your vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think that's that's the <laughs> that's our sign that we need to end this episode. Thank you yes. all so much. Thank this you. Thank you, Ariana. Thank you, Ariana. Hit her up. Hit her Talk up, to girl. her. Thanks for listening. MeSearch is produced and hosted by Dustin Domingo and Crystal Tugatti. Editing by Dustin Domingo. If you enjoy MeSearch, make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. Also, make sure to check us out at MeSearchPodcast.com and follow us at MeSearchPodcast. We're going to get to the bottom of things. This is MeSearch, folks. Woo-hoo!